Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Authentically You podcast. We're so happy to have you guys with us today. We just hope and pray that this podcast episode blesses you and wherever you are with your walk with Christ. And our whole goal for this podcast and this season is that as we are authentic and vulnerable and sharing our experiences in different seasons of our lives with each other, that we would grow closer to God and just we can proclaim everything uh, good that he's done in our lives and all of the difficult seasons that we go through and just being authentic with you guys. So without further ado, let's just jump right into today's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to the Authentically You podcast. It's Gabby here today. Y'all, I want to touch on something that's been really something that has pushed me away from God, but then like ultimately just made my faith grow even stronger. And this topic will be relationships. Um, So I'm going to dive into my past and I'm going to be really vulnerable with you guys and just kind of share some of my relationship experience. Um... I'm going to start off by saying that in no way I'm bashing these guys that I'm about to talk about. You know, they all hold a special place in my heart now. You know, I only wish for the best for them and their futures. Um, I'm still friends with most of them, actually. And, you know, like, we're really kind to each other. Um, And, you know, yeah, I'm going to mention the good and the bad. But I just want to clarify that this isn't meant to be in a way to tell you, like, to think that, like, they're terrible people. It's like, they're really not. Um, okay, funny story. So the first guy I'm going to talk about is the first guy I ever really actually talked to. And I started talking to him in eighth grade until like the beginning of my sophomore year. And like we were constantly on and off again. And, you know, like looking back on it now, I feel like the doubts were placed in me. Um, And, you know, like that was really just like the Holy Spirit kind of convicting me, telling me that I wasn't ready for a relationship yet. Um... Unfortunately, at this time, I was agnostic, so I didn't really think about that, and I was in a place where I just needed a lot of validation, and that's what I was receiving from this guy. So I went with it, you know, we talked for a while, and then sophomore year, he asked me out one day in front of such a large group of people, like, there were so many people there like it was all his friends all of my friends and i was just like oh wow there are a lot of people here to watch this right now um so like i felt so bad and like i felt like i had to say yes so i did and then like right after i said yes like the bell rang it was time for class madison and i walked to chemistry and as soon as i got on the door like i started freaking out so bad because like my mom is a pretty strict mom and like I know that it comes out of place with her love and yeah whatever I'm kidding I still love my mom um and you know like it just it didn't feel right to me like it wasn't settling right in my stomach like I felt nauseous um and then like four days later um it was our high school's football game and I had decided to break it off and like I was really upset at myself like really really bad like I was really upset because, like, I just felt like a really bad person. Like, I felt like I played with his feelings, which I did. And I can't say I felt like I played with his feelings because I kind of did. And, like, I just felt like such a bad person. Like, I I remember just crying that entire length of that football game, just, like, on Madison's shoulder, just, like, tears streaming down my face. And, like, I'm not a person that typically cries. So everyone was like, what? Well, actually, back then... I wasn't a person that typically cried, but, um, 
yeah, I was crying a lot that night. Um, so everyone was like, okay, like, what is happening to Gabby? Yeah, a lot. Um, I know it was four days, but, you know, I learned a lot from what I guess you'd call a relationship. Um, and now, like, when I look back on it, um, I feel like that was kind of my lesson to just listen whenever, you know, like, you're getting that feeling that something doesn't feel right or, like, something just feels off. Oh, and if you've watched our, um, I believe it's Heart of Worship episode three with Tyler, I think it's around, like, 23 minutes, I receive a prophetic word from Tyler about how, um, I have, like, really, like, he received a prophetic word that I have really good judgment, um, and, like, he was talking about how, like, my name was, like, all prophetic and everything, you guys should just go watch the episode, just watch the episode, it's really cool, um, that prophetic word actually did come true, unfortunately, but anyways, I'm gonna keep on going, um, and no, like, I, now I feel like I'm really so much more in tune with what is, like, morally correct and what's morally incorrect. And, you know, like, I'm using biblical, bi- biblical, sorry, guys, I can't talk sometimes. Um, But, you know, like, now him and I are still really good friends to this day. You know, like, we'll call every once in a while. Um, And, like, we have a really good, healthy friendship now. You know, like, he actually has a girlfriend. And, like, I think they're super cute together. But, you know, like, every once in a while, like, he'll call me for advice on what to get her for a gift or, like, just check in on me. And, you know, I'm just, I'm really grateful that God allows us to have that friendship despite our past. Because, like, he really is, like, he's a good friend to me now. Um, Second guy I'm going to talk to about is, like, also a really good friend of mine. Him and I have been friends since we were little, and after I broke up with the next guy I'm about to talk about, um, he was really there for me, and, you know, like, at this time, I was having a lot of anxiety, um, so it was, it was really bad at that point, um, but it was just too much, and I needed time away from relationships, and, you know, this was around, like, May or June of 2020, um, and, you know, like, if you listen to my testimony on the face-to-face podcast you can go back to that you can actually listen to a relationship series in that I forgot to mention that um but we have a relationship series on our old podcast face to face but you guys can go check that out um but if you had listened to my testimony before um August was about the time that Madison had taken me to youth group with her for the very like first time that was my very first Christian service and you know at that time like that's when I just decided that I couldn't be in a relationship you know like I like, I very much felt awakened to the fact that I still had so much to learn and so much to see from God and that I just, I didn't want to give that time away to someone because I felt like I could use it with my relationship with God. Now, the last guy I'm going to, well, this isn't the last guy I'm going to mention, but the last guy that I've been with, um, this is going to go into you know, healing and what I've learned from my personal experiences. And it was my longest ever relationship. And currently we don't have a good relationship, although I do wish the best for him and, you know, his future. Um, I met this guy my freshman year and, you know, I thought he was really cute, but I just, I wasn't really like interested in starting something. Um, And then around October of my sophomore year, I kind of got like a small crush on him and I was just really nice to him. I, like, tried to start, like, really random conversations. I'd be like, hey, do you need the homework? Like, it was it was really bad. It was bad, guys. 
um and then eventually we started talking and like I was head over heels for this guy like completely and like I'm not even kidding like my world like revolved around this guy um and like everything else including including myself everything else kind of took priority after him and you know him and I were talking for about five months and then we started dating in March of my sophomore year until December of my junior year and I think that's about nine months if I remember correctly um and then I had to break it off um because of some things that happened and you know it was kind of I was shown that like he wasn't the best person and you know like he wasn't the best person in the relationship um I think he's changed I do hope he's changed um Actually, I pray that he has changed. Um, But at the time, like, I had been so obsessed with making him happy and just, like, being the best girlfriend possible. And, you know, like, there was times where I would sit for hours past my normal bedtime just to make sure that, you know, he was okay after he had a bad day. And uh, I hate this next story because, honestly, looking back on it, I'm like, wow, like, I I really did everything for this guy. Um, But... During my sophomore year, I had a mole removed and biopsied. It was not cancerous. Thank you, Lord. Um, but, you know, it was it was a minor operation to get the mole removed. And, you know, like the next day he had a football game. And, you know, despite the fact that my leg felt like it was burning, like every single time I took a step, you know, I went to this game. And, you know, it was just because I wanted to support him. Like I went and, you know, like they ended up not doing so great that game. And like... conversation that we had after I'm not going to go into details about it but like it made me really sad because I went through physical pain to be there for him and you know like I just I did not receive a thank you we can leave that at that um once again he's not a terrible person I'm not trying to say that it's just it's something that happened and you know um like I would constantly be there to reassure him of any of his doubts and you know if I couldn't make it to one of his games, I'd sit and watch the YouTube video of it after just so that, you know, I could have a conversation with him and, like, encourage him about it. And, you know, I did all of this with the expectation that he would do the same for me. And every time he didn't, it was just, like, a really, like, constant feeling of disappointment and just self-doubt because um, somehow, in my, like, I would rationalize it and I'd be like, okay, well, this happened because it's my fault. Like, I... I didn't do this or I didn't do this and um you know like it was the wrong way of thinking but it is how I would think um at this time I was still very new to the process of coming back to my faith so you know like yeah at the time I considered myself a Christian but I wouldn't necessarily say that I was in tune with God's word or that I had a relationship with God at the time and you know that's very different from how it is now thank you God once again um and no I feel like one of the main problems that I had was I didn't communicate enough and I would communicate just not everything and you know like there were multiple times he would say something or do something that I wouldn't be comfortable with and I wouldn't really say why I wasn't okay with it I would just say no or you know like stop that and I won't blame all that on me and I won't blame it all on him because there's multiple times where he did or said something that I could have communicated that it wasn't okay and you know I just I didn't because I had this vision that you know the perfect girlfriend just went along with everything um which is not true if you feel like that it is it's not true you don't have to go along with everything I promise um you know eventually one night something something happened and you know um 
I ended up catching him in a lie and I was just, I was so done with all the hurt and the disappointment. And I felt like at that point I was just putting myself through it and I broke up with him and his last words to me were it. I G H T. That's it. Like that is how the breakup ended, which is like, oh, it hurt me so much guys. Like it really did. I'm going to be really honest. It hurt me so bad. Um, but he pretend, like he texted me over quarantine and, you know, he asked to be friends again. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, that's fine. Like, I, at this point, I was, like, really getting back, like, I was really, like, kind of getting to be, I wouldn't say I was on fire. I'd say, like, I had a tiny little flame for God at the time. So I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to hold this grudge. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna be, like, a really good person. And I'm just, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, yeah, like, you hurt me. But guess what? Like, people can grow. Um. And, you know, he said he wanted me back at the time. And I was like, look, like, I'm, I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to build a better relationship with God. Like, I don't want a relationship right now. And, you know, he respected that. Um, but the reason him and I aren't friends anymore is because his ex before me um, messaged me and said that he started texting her again. And at the time he was texting me again. And both of us came to the conclusion that at the same time, he told us that he wanted us back. And we were like, okay, like, like, yeah. So we confronted him about it and him and I aren't really friends anymore. I will say though, um, I do, I say a prayer for him. I will not lie to you guys. I say a prayer for him. You know, I pray that um, his future is good to him. And, you know, I pray that whoever he ends up with next or, I'm not completely sure if he is with someone right now, but, you know, I just, I pray that they have a better experience than I did. You know, I pray that he grew closer to God and that he grew as a person. And, you know, I just, I do, I really, I really do pray for them. Um, so this is all really familiar to the first podcast I did about relationships on face-to-face. Um, but this time I'm going to go back to guy number two today um I decided that I wanted to try a relationship again with him because I felt like I was ready and you know I felt like he was the right person and you know it was going it was going pretty soon it was going pretty good for about two months and you know like I just I started noticing a few things and if you if you hear that my voice is kind of emotional it's because it's still a little bit raw for me but you know um I want to be I want to be transparent with you guys and you know I want to show you guys that there is a vulnerability to your relationship with God and to your experiences. And, you know, I really, really want to touch on that today. But um, I started noticing a few things and they kind of made me think into a deeper spiritual level. And, you know, I just really want to stress the importance of being equally yoked, y'all, because it, it really makes a difference in a relationship. And if you're not on the same page as your partner, um, as to, you know, like where you are in life and your expectations in a relationship, then you're going to run into a lot of unnecessary strain. Um, and no, there ended up being a lot of hurt that was happening simply because we weren't equally yoked in our faith. And, you know, that's neither of our faults. You know, both of us kind of lost focus on a godly relationship. And because of that, there were a lot of things that we unintentionally hurt each other with. Um, and no, I, I just want to tell you all, like, find, find someone who's gonna live for God, 
who is going to strive for God. Because if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're either a Christian or you're hopefully striving to be a Christian. But, um, you know, I'm going to stress the importance of being equally yoked and just having that same vision of what you want your godly relationship to look like or your actually I should say your understanding of what a godly relationship needs to be you know because God explains godly relationships a lot um you know first Corinthians 13 is all about love all about love that entire thing it's all about love and you know um you know, it's kind of just what you should be looking for. And I encourage you guys to go read First Corinthians 13. Um, I think I just said 1 Corinthians. If I did, I'm sorry. It's really late at night. Um, but this is whenever I had time to record this. Um, so, you know, after all of this um, has happened, you know, I've decided that right now I need a single. And like, I need to be single. I need to be in that season in my life right now. And, you know, I have a lot more growing I can do with my other relationships and you know I have a lot more growing that I can do with God himself and with my prayer time and with um the things that I follow um you know I feel like I just need to allow myself to be guided by his word more you know it's it's difficult I won't lie there's multiple times when you know um well this is kind of like in the past but because this, like I said, like this past one was really, really, um, really new. Um, but you know, it's, it's difficult because being in a single season, single season is, I always do that. I did that a lot last time. Being in a season of singleness, um, is difficult. Like, I don't know, I keep saying that, but it really is. And, you know, like, there's guys that medicine and I, like, we think they're attractive and, like, they post something and then, like, we kind of text each other, like, a screenshot and we're like, dang it, like, why? And, you know, like, we kind of just have to remind each other at that time that we're not ready and we need to go ghost with God and, you know, we need to find a godly man and not just a Christian boy. And, you know, when talking about love, you know, back to First Corinthians 13, um, this one's thirteen seven. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And this verse really reminds me that yes, I have not found that godly man yet. And you know, I I want to, but God is so capable of filling that space for right now because God automatically meets all of those requirements. And you know, Madison is the one who actually originally taught me about the importance of being equally yoked. And it, you know, like it, it left my head recently, but like. I don't think I can let it leave my head again. And, you know, you you want a godly man to help you push closer to God. And, you know, you want a man that will only love God above you. And, you know, you want someone who's going to want to make God the center of your relationship. So, yeah, being in a season of singleness, really difficult. But in the end, you know, God's going to bring someone who's, you know, the absolute best for you. Um, You know, I'm going to be honest, I can't count the amount of times where I've sat on my bed crying and calling Madison or texting Madison and just saying that I wanted to be one of with like with one of these three guys so bad especially the guy I dated my sophomore year during quarantine like I I cannot tell you how many times poor Madison got a call from me and I was like should I go back should I text him I want him back and it was Madison like at the time she was the uh, she was out of state at the time, and she was like, Gabby, like, I'm literally going to come back. Please do not do that. Like, that is a really bad decision. I didn't do it. She's right. It wasn't. 
it would have been a bad decision. She is correct. Um, you know, um, but, you know, every time I would text her, you know, Madison would remind me that, you know, God is going to turn all of that hurt into a well-learned lesson. And, you know, it's, it's a way for me to turn to God for, you know, the love that I need. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I break down because I can't understand why, you know, God takes people that I care about and just turns them into someone that I can no longer visualize my life with. And, uh, but, you know, like he's brought peace over me and God showed me that there's more to, you know, life than a relationship. And, you know, he's shown me that the more time I spend with him, the more he's able to move through me and just show me what and who I truly need in my life. And, you know, once again, don't get me wrong, being in a season of singleness is no easy thing, but when you're in a relationship, you're more, you're more closed off and, you know, like you're, I feel like you're not as focused whenever you're not in a relationship that you have God in the center of. So, you know, um, when you're not in a relationship, you become a little bit more accessible to God and you're open to the changes that he's trying to make in your life. And, you know, you're able to see him and his word in a new light. And, you know, he's able to show you that there's just so much more in life than having a significant other. And I won't lie, you know, Madison and I have had conversations where we're talking about, you know, like it's, it's kind of scary, like, that we don't know for sure if, you know, God has someone for us. But, you know, Second Corinthians 5, 7, you know, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And, you know, although, you know, I, like, I don't see my godly relationship or my godly man yet, you know, I'm, I have faith and I have trust in God that one day he's gonna deliver that to me. And, you know, um, that is something that I do pray for. Um, and it's, it's difficult. Like, and I keep saying that it's difficult, but like, I just, I really want to stress how difficult it is. And, you know, there's going to be moments where, you know, you're just going to want to be with someone and, you know, it's probably not the best decision. (laughs) Once again, sorry, it's kind of late. Um, but yeah, you know, like, y'all, there's so much more to experience and, you know, like, if you spend half of your life trying to worry about finding a relationship or finding the right guy or gal and you're just you're gonna you're gonna miss out you're you're gonna miss out and you know and then you're gonna regret it I can't you know like I have a lot of people in my family that tell me like you know like I should not have been that worried about a relationship whenever I was younger you know I regret it like I should have just I should have lived my life and then you know like then I could worry about it um So my encouragement for you guys today is, you know, if you're young, and even if you're not young, worry about your relationship with God first, because um, I think Madison says this, like, all the time, and I think it's from Sadie Robertson, um, but I'm pretty sure that, hold on, she has it in her bio, (laughs) haha, I found it, Um, you can only receive love from the world when you know love from God, so, you know, you're gonna have to receive I'm pretty sure Sadie Robertson said that, but you're going to have to receive the love of God before you can receive the love of other people because um, it's really difficult to, to, you know, kind of discern what is true love and what is, you know, just really strong feelings because you, you don't know the meaning of true love until you know God because, you know, God is 
God's the ultimate lover. He's the person who's going to love you the most. And um, if y'all are interested, there is a book that I have. Um, there's a lot of things. I don't want to move them and make a lot of noise. But um, I think I'll make a post about it on our Instagram. You know, go go follow our Instagram. We pretty sure it's the Authentically You podcast. Um, but... Um, you know, like, there's so many Christian books about relationships. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a lot of them. But um, you should check some of them out. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all I have to say for today, y'all. Um, just really hone in on, you know, finding and just learning that love of God before you go out into the world and try to receive that love. Um. Thank y'all for listening today. If you guys like, you guys can check out our Instagram. It's authentically you podcast, all lowercase. Um, and I will see you guys next week. I pray for you to show.